If you have been financially affected by the COVID pandemic, then this message is for you. Are you among the many folks who have lost their jobs or if you've been furloughed or working from home at a reduced pay? If you have credit card debt and cannot make your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros can help. Call us to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. If you are struggling with credit card debt, we can help. Call 800-591-5517. That's 800-591-5517. This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. It is episode 69, Valentine's Day. And no, I did not plan that, y'all. That just happened. But uh, welcome to another episode of the G Podcast. You know, each week we do politics, pop culture, that hot tea, and more. And you can check us out on the Echo device. All you have to do is say, you know the name of that device. You know what it's called play this is the g podcast and it'll come up for you but you got to be you know one thing i did learn is you have to be um an amazon music uh subscriber to you know as long as you have amazon music most people do on their smart devices you're good to go also um we've got no youtube channel uh you can check us out stream us on castropolis.net the MyTuna radio app and and all that's on our social media and it's on the podcast page so you can uh, definitely just check us out when you go to the podcast page, you can also go to our IG account and our Twitter account. Okay. Hey, one, one thing I got to say, and, and, you know, as I, as I welcome our co-host, um, my brother from another mother uh, is out this week. You know, he, we call him the country commentator, the pride of Mary Persons High, 30 year military vet, all that good stuff. He, um, and he told me, I asked him if I could do it cause I didn't want to break any HIPAA laws. Uh, but <laughs> I did ask, I said, Hey man, you know, kind of tell the people. And he said, yeah, yeah. But he took uh, he took the Moderna vax, you know, this 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 uh, at the uh, end of the week. And we tape on Sunday and he said, man, you know, I'm kind of feeling this. Um, I'm going to have to, you know, kind of lay out. But he did send us his um, his as, as Tanya B likes to call it, the benediction. So he found a way to be a part of this show. So. Uh... <laughs> You mean, I actually am trying to get my camera going. I put on, I put my red <laughs> lipstick on. No, you didn't. No, but well, you know, you can still. Need to do. You can Is still. he not here? <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, okay. he, um, you know, I mean, he's, uh, you know what? And, and I am, I'm going to be monitoring Vi. Cause you know, I, I had a plan to either, you know, I, from what I heard, I, I guess the VP, the president took Pfizer. He took the, the Pfizer back. Um, Anthony Fauci took Moderna. And now they've got the uh, Johnson and Johnson, which is the one the one shot vaccine. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of taking a look at Johnson and Johnson as an option when my number comes up. So we'll see what's up. Is, is he feeling fatigued, Thomas? Tell yeah, he me. was, you know, he was, you know, not not to go into like specifics. But, you know, he said, man, I, I, I didn't. I mean, I'm feeling down. I, I can't not. So and, and it has it has, I guess, you know, um, flu like. It'll make you feel like okay. you've got the flu, you know, to a certain extent for some people. So, you know, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to push the brother. I said, no, nah, man, you rest, you know, do what you got to do. But, you know, that's kinda... I, I just need to know because I'm thinking about getting the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Just but... been, you know, it sounded kind of typical. Out. It sounded kind of typical what he was saying. He said it's, you know, nothing. Nothing severe. I'm going to check on him again after the show. 
you know. Okay. So, so I'll let you know. And um, speaking of uh, our co-host, that's another co-host voice you just heard. The pride of the Mac, Macon, Georgia. She's a poet, community activist, entrepreneur, motivates us with that poetic peace movement. Hey, can you give us, you got a love poem that you can drop a couple of lines, a couple of a sonnet or <laughs> a haiku. Now see, I, I do. Okay. I'm going to give I you some do. time. You want to come back to you so, at the end so, of the show? No, no, I'll do something, but it's not going to be like love Jones. It's going to be like, mm-hmm. how I love myself. Yeah. Hit it. Hit um, it. Well, go ahead and hit okay. it. Go ahead. Give, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm not, no, no drum. I'll give you some snaps after this over, but go. All right. You go ahead. All do right. your thing. Do your thing. Celebration of life. Um, two eighteen seventy three. Day the zygote came to be, egg and the sperm met, and like a jet, combustions and explosions. Just as the Red Sea was split by Moses, mama's water broke, and suddenly satisfactions turned into contractions. That's when I stepped into action. 11, 18, 73, already on a mission to stand my position in a universal world. <laughs> oh, you, you know what? You know what? Okay, that- we'll stop right there. We'll stop right there. <laughs> Tanya B, Tanya B. I was still feeling it. Yes, I was, God. I was, I was like, Whoa, oh, you were hitting it. You, you were there. You know, I would have been the brother on the stage, Love Jones with the bongos, like, you know, I've been going at it. Go ahead, girl. Good job. Good job. We're going to let you do the, I would love to hear you do the full thing. Cause you know, you've been doing this. You've been doing, how long have you been doing poetry? You've been doing it a while, right? Since 1991. Yep. Yeah, yep. since 1991. So you, yeah, you, you for real. I mean, she does, um, Tanya B, she's done like events. Uh, you were doing your poetic piece on a, on a weekly mic, basis, yeah. spoke open mic thing. So, you know, she the real deal, y'all. She the real deal. I'm going to get to you one more time, though. One more time. Thank you, Tanya B. Thank you, Tanya. Don't, don't sleep on, don't sleep on Wild, yo. Don't sleep, don't, don't you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, put it down, See, she put her hat on for Vi. <laughs> yeah, I do have a hat on today, y'all. It's cold and wet yeah, it in Macon, Georgia. It is, yeah, yeah. Georgia don't know what it wants to do. I mean, so that's another story, weather-wise. And, of course, our, our digital entertainment guru, the one and the only, uh, Tanya B. is in the building. Y'all give it up for Tanya B. <laughs> Tanya B, you got some cooking. You want to do that real quick or you want to hold off on? I'm, I'm, Absolutely. Okay, well. I, can't, I can't disappoint KY and Howard. <laughs> so, okay. All right, so here we go. Every time I come in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? Go ahead, Tanya B. Okay. Well, one thing I will say, uh, I, I started out in the kitchen on Friday about five o'clock. And I was asked to make some of my world famous red velvet cupcakes for the church. For we're doing every, this, you know, red uh, February is Red Heart Health Month. So Perfect. anyway, uh, that was one thing. So you know, I'm a scratch baker. So I did my my frosting. I did my dad, and then I decided, okay, well, let's look at some other things. And just for those of you who don't know, um, there are certain red fruits that. Um, have certain meanings and um watermelon believe it or not is positivity and then we have uh what else did i do i did strawberries and uh for abundance and red grapes are actually for prosperity mm. Mm. so there's something to be said for that and then i got a request from 
someone who actually had seen my food and asked me to cook. So long story longer, what we're having today is uh, we did uh, we spatchcocked the chicken and put it on the rotisserie and baby, I put my you know my my um, ten degree rub on it. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I did my uh, Yakety Jack Daniels candid yams. I did my six, seven, eight mac and cheese. And I did some greens with uh, smoked turkey necks. Good stuff. I had Tanya B. Six, so. What's that six, seven, eight mac and cheese? Is that like because I use area six, I use six uh, No, not for you. I did that before I came to Georgia. Actually, I use six, seven or eight different types of cheese in it. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. I'm waiting for the cookbook. Yeah. I'm waiting for the cookbook. The Tanya B. <sighs> cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we had to, you know, and we weren't here last week, but last yeah. week at the Super Bowl, I made uh lemon pepper wings. And I do, and I'm telling you, y'all, the the brine, you all brine really is is, is salt, brown sugar, or white sugar, and or apple juice and some uh garlic mm, okay. and i brine this chicken on i put it in the brine on friday night oh and some soy sauce if you have it and i'm telling you i'm not a chicken breast person but baby it That's was tough. the most tender juicy um chicken breast it was almost like eating a chicken thigh so you know mm. i got to give myself five on i get myself a snap on that oh, one yeah. all right yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. mind you, none of this is for me. Yeah. I and now you. I actually, as soon as this show is over, yeah. I actually have um, one of my members of my quarantine pod who's going to treat me to dinner. So this is the first week and I think three weeks. Thank God I don't have a family or kids, but uh, <laughs> I am not cooking. So everything you. I told you about, I cooked, but I didn't cook it for me. You deserve to go out okay. after all that. So see, the gag, while the gag was before uh, pandemic, we were actually planning in January to have everybody come to my spot. We we're going to do the show from you know my table because yep. in the middle, in the middle, I have a lazy Susan, so you can just spin it around and get what you want to eat and do the show. But then COVID hit, and here we are. See, I don't put on some COVID pounds. Now I'm gonna have to run some weight off before I come eat your food because that's that's. that's <laughs> no, I, well, I, I need to run because I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm all COVIDy. Twenty-five you know. pounds, baby. <laughs> do, you, do you guys use air fryers? I think I'm going to invest in one. Don't I have an air fryer. That's why uh, when I fry my catfish, which I did earlier this week, I did that, and I tried to do some bang bang shrimp. That you know, it, it's not the same, mm, okay. but you know, it's healthier. And um, I forgot to tell you, I did lobster rolls last week too. Okay, cool. cool. Well, hey y'all, here's the so deal. Whenever it's done, that's what we're going to do. We're going to cut. You have to come to Atlanta, yeah. and we'll sit around my table. I'll put the extra leaf in the middle. On, I mean, on the side, and we'll do the show from uh, beautiful downtown Atlanta. Good stuff. No problem. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that cookbook. We're gonna do that cookbook. That's what we're gonna do. Hey, but y'all, you know, real quick, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to news. But let me tell y'all something. The title of this episode, I'm kind of calling this episode "Where's the Love." But after, like, mm. we tape, we tape on Saturday. No, I'm sorry, we tape on Sunday. <laughs> but as you know, what went down Saturday was, uh, mm. you know, the um, acquittal. And and you know yeah. what you know what song you know all I could think about when after the acquittal I'm gonna play a little bit of this because I could only think about some Bobby Blue Bland when that acquittal went down. <laughs> Ain't no love in the heart of the city. That's all I could think. You know what I'm saying? No Valentine's Day weekend. We got no love. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I could just, you know brown liquor in one hand. It was just. You know, Bobby Bland in the background. That's all I could feel. But 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 we're going to do news. <laughs> I know we're going to do news real quick and, and come back and talk about it. 
And I'm going to give you some perspective. And and Harold, Michael Harvey gave me some real good perspective on it as well. But um, let's go to news and we'll come back and, and, and find the love. We're going to try to find the love. OK, we'll come right back. I'm going to find a cocktail. I ain't got no love. It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Mary Wilson of the Supremes has died. Wilson co-founded the legendary Motown group. Her publicist, Jay Schwartz, said she died suddenly Monday night at her home in Nevada. Wilson never left the Supremes, staying with them until they officially disbanded in 1977. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1988. Just this weekend, Wilson posted a video on her YouTube channel commemorating Black History Month and last month's 60th anniversary of the Supremes. Mary Wilson was 76. Prosecutors in Fulton County have opened a criminal investigation into the former president's attempts to influence Georgia's 2020 election results, ordering government officials to preserve documents concerning this call. I just want to find uh, 11,000... 780 votes. The investigation is now the second known criminal probe facing Mr. Trump. The other case is in New York concerning his business dealing. We humbly, humbly ask you to convict President Trump. House managers have wrapped up their case against Donald Trump. The former president faces one article of impeachment for inciting the mob that invaded the U.S. Capitol last month. House lead manager Jamie Raskin. I've talked a lot about common sense in this trial because I think I believe that's all you need to arrive at the right answer. But it does appear Democrats are unlikely to secure a conviction and bar Trump from ever holding office again. They need 17 Senate Republicans to join them. Right now, political observers say they might get 10. Trump's team is scheduled to present their defense today and may wrap up by the end of the day. That could mean a vote over the weekend. President Biden criticized the coronavirus vaccination program he inherited from President Trump on Thursday and urged Americans to have patience. He said the U.S. government has signed contracts for 200 million additional doses of the vaccine. President Trump is still liable for everything he did while he was in office. Didn't get away with anything. Yeah, that's Mitch McConnell. Not long after the Senate acquitted former President Trump following his second impeachment trial, he actually voted not guilty. In a statement released this weekend, President Biden quoted the leading elected Republican when he said, even those opposed to the conviction, like Senate Minority Leader McConnell, believe Donald Trump was guilty of a disgraceful dereliction of duty and practically and morally responsible for provoking the violence unleashed on the Capitol. Trump supporter Lindsey Graham told Fox News Sunday. Senator McConnell's speech, he got a load off his chest, obviously. But unfortunately, he put a load on the back of Republicans. That speech you will see in 2022 campaigns. Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, are expecting a second child. The royal couple's first child, Archie, is 19 months old. Let me say this. I'm I'm going to give you some perspective. I, I really listen to what Mitch McConnell said. After this thing was all over. First of all, Wyo, did you have a chance to take a look at some of it during the week? Actually, I read up on it and watched whatever coverage was on the Internet. But as far as to sit down and watch it on television, no, I did not. Okay, gotcha. What about you, uh, Tanya B? Did you check some of it out? Nor did I. I thought that the the best uh, wrap up for that whole thing was the parody that uh, SNL did last night. (laughs) Yeah, you're about right. You're about right. But I I, I watched (laughs) I watched um, not the very first day of uh, of trial of the uh, 
uh, evidence, but the second day, which was, uh, it was pretty impactful. I mean, you, you really have no soul. And if, if, if you don't see, then they were showing, of course, a lot of unseen footage. Um, but, but just to sit there and watch that and, and actually have been a part of it. I, I just don't know where your soul is. You, you, your soul has been sold. That's all I have to say to, to quit. But I, I'm going to leave it at that because one of the things in listening to Mitch McConnell, a lot of, you know, some folks and Mitch McConnell were pat, you know, pretty much trying to pat themselves on the back. Uh, you know, but, but the, the bottom line is these guys are about money. And a lot of what you heard coming out of McConnell's mouth was really to protect his donors. He's given his donors cover. And, and just on, just to make sure everybody understands what I'm saying, he's basically, you know, calling out Trump, saying how egregious it was so that people will be okay with donating to the GOP because Mitch is about the money. I mean, honestly, you know, things don't get Mitch's attention until the money starts getting hit. And the money started getting hit right before it had started dwindling um, at the end of last year. And after they lost the Senate in Georgia, um, he really got pissed. So it's about the money and it's about the power for Mitch. Don't don't think that he's on your side <laughs> or he's looking out for the greater good of the people, which I don't really say from a partisan standpoint side. I just mean looking out for the people. They looking out for the money. This is all about the money. And uh, I'm going to post an article. Harold Michael Harvey uh, released a really good essay. Uh, it's titled There's No Justice for um, Ratifying Injustice. And and I want to, you know, the thing that bothers me most about a lot of these situations, because you, you we all knew what was going to come down. We knew it was a partisan vote. I mean, how can you have a jury with the jurors helping <laughs> the defense? I mean, that's. You know, that that's not a it's not a real jury. But what what happens is it twists our view of justice. You know, it, it's it's like the more we see Trump get away, the more you have to look at justice. And it, it, it really uh, solidifies, you know, at least from a black standpoint, our view that there are two different systems of justice. So I'm going to you know, we're going to be watching closely what's going on in Fulton County. Uh, we're going to be watching closely. I mean, you know, uh, Letitia James, I hope you're on your game because um, I'm really I heard the interview with the uh, district attorney in uh, Fulton County. She's on. It. And it's it's going to be interesting to see how she pulls it off. But they've got some pretty, pretty compelling evidence. Um, so, you know, any any thoughts on that? You know, just as we as we wrap it, because candidly, I, I don't want to give these guys too much, too much oxygen. Any thoughts, Tanya B? You know, I'll go to you one first. thing I think is, like you said, we got, I don't know what's her, some people call her Fonnie, some call her Fanny mm-hmm. uh, here Fonny, in Georgia, and then we yeah. got Letitia in New York, and, you know, and I think there will be a few other people coming out, you know, coming to the forefront, but what's interesting is the more these women of color who are black, brown, and tan come to push these dudes, trust me, they're going to try to push back that much more mm-hmm. because you know, their ego cannot be you know, usurped or emasculated by that black woman. I'm ready for that fight. And look, I'm not going to bet on them. That's for sure. But, you know, Fonny's already getting death threats. She's getting threats. 
I mean, she's. Well, I think uh, Letitia already is. Well, you know, finally, finally got to death threats the day she got elected. Yeah. But I'm sure Letitia's getting them too. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts, Wyo? So, do you think um, any Democrats voted not to impeach Trump? No, they, no, Democrats were 100 percent independents. Okay, it, okay. it was it was okay. it was straight down party line. I mean, they did get again uh, seven picked up seven. Um, seven Republicans, yeah, right? seven seven Republicans, um, and you know, I, I, I just you know, it, it's it's a money play. It's you know, Lindsey Graham is already showing his hand. If you heard in his comment, he's basically saying, you know, he's he's more pissed at what McConnell said because the audio is going to be used in commercials, and you know, two years down the line. You know, um, in the midterms, he's more concerned about, you know, the 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 uh, the optics of it. And and I don't blame him because, you know what, I, I'd, I'd use that whole I, I'd chop it up and I would play it against Trump. And, and, and you know what? The whole thing about McConnell, and this is the last thing I want to say on this. How can you say that the guy needed to be actually he was guilty Blame it on a technicality and you cause the technicality. <laughs> you know, the, you, you understand what I'm saying? You you caused the thing to be delayed because you shut down the Senate. And then because the Democrats were ready to do it right away, they wanted to do it before the Senate closed. He said, no, let's wait until after he's out of office. Then when he's out of office, oh, we can't do it. We, it really wouldn't be right because constitutionally, uh, we can't do anything to him. It's not up to us. It's just it's just so dirty. It's it, it makes politics, which politics has always had a dirty side, but it just in your it's in your face dirt right now, which really almost like he has immunity. And I'm pretty sure he feels Trump him. He feels like he's above the law. You know I'm what? I, sure. I think I think these I, I really think somewhere there's some tapes on these guys. You know, I mean, there's got to be Lindsay. I, I don't see Tanya B from a from a perspective of, you know, the business. It doesn't it feel like that kind of business where these guys there's some blackmail. Oh, yeah. Something, yeah. There, there, there you know, some, some what do you call backroom deals made. And you know who's going to bring all the, who's gonna bring it to the forefront. Who do you think? Who? Who? Maxine Waters, Mama Maxine's been too quiet. You, you think know so? she's cooking up something. I hope so. You know she's getting ready to stir it up. Come on now. Come <laughs> I on. hope so. Good Lord. Well, anyway, you know that's that. And congratulations to uh, Harry and Megan. They got another baby on the way. Who? Mary Wilson, rest in peace. Um, you know, uh, interesting week with 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 that occurring at the beginning of the week. Just a lot of stuff going on. And uh, we're going to come back with T because I want to talk to you. Tanya B, you've got some good stuff. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl numbers and um, and some other uh. good stuff. Yeah. And you got some you got some real good tea. So let's take a break. <laughs> let's get away from this mess. Y'all go take a shower, get the dirt, all this dirt off you from politics. And uh, and we'll come right back and, and we'll talk about um, some tea. Some more dirt. If you have been financially affected by the COVID pandemic, then this message is for you. Are you among the many folks who have lost their jobs or if you've been furloughed or working from home at a reduced pay? If you have credit card debt and cannot make your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros can help. 
Call us to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. If you are struggling with credit card debt, we can help. Call 800-591-5517. That's 800-591-5517. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. You know what time it is. Let's do it, Tanya B. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I know. Well, I'll start off with uh, our celebrity friend. She did mention Mary Wilson, and you know, initially there was no cause of death for her. But what I'm hearing now is it had something to do with blood clots and high blood pressure. So teachable moment, folks, just because you lay down and you think you feel okay, mm. you know, nothing, nothing is, uh, is is promised. And, you know, one thing about Mary that people didn't know, yes, she was the eternal supreme. She was actually my favorite, but she was also quite an advocate for a lot of uh, health issues for people of you know, black and brown people. She was a huge advocate for the LGBTQ community. And also she was one of those that was really up there, you know, hitting up politicians trying to get uh, financial assistance and back royalties for artists because you know what people don't realize even back then, you know, a bad deal is a bad deal. Yep. And you know, but again, you know, people do it for the love of. And did you know the Supremes? Their royalty was one penny. So you had Diana oh. Ross, Florence Ballard, and Mary Wilson had to split a penny three ways, and that was their royalty rate. Oh, who did that deal? Barry? Uh, Barry <laughs> so, you know, they made a lot Ooh. of people rich. A some, lot of people rich. Some Walmart. And, uh, mm. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. And uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was a uh, comedian, Mike Epps. It wasn't too long ago that he lost his mom and now he mourns the loss of his dad. So prayers up to him and his family. Uh, I, I will say like rest in peace. Can we please let Whitney Houston and Bobby Christina rest in peace? Lifetime had that mess last week. Didn't we almost have it all? I could not watch the whole thing. All I do know this is that I have had enough yeah. of this Whitney and Bobby Christina stuff. It's enough. I know people, everybody trying to, you know, it's a money grab, people trying to get a check, but enough is enough. They, they're probably both in just as much pain when they were among the living as they are now just seeing. I think people are just bastardizing, you know, their names for the sake of a check. And uh, I think they were just trying to do, you think they were just trying to do something around the death anniversary, which was February 12th, you know? I, they could I have done Whitney Houston's greatest performances. Or, you yeah, know, how like this is Channel Reels and they have uh, a thing they do on deceased people and it was the story behind the songs, which I found a lot more palatable yeah, yeah. than let's talk about how Bobby Christina almost died in a in bathtub the day before her mother died. You know, enough with that. Yeah, you know? agree. I think it was her, I think it was Whitney Houston's grand, uh, goddaughter who came out with this this last version. Yeah, I don't know. Why, where did she come from? I knew about, you know, Bobby Brown's sister and Patty. I'm like, girl, who? I never heard of her. Not I haven't ever. I ain't never heard of her. There's a difference. <laughs> Me either. Check. Girl, bye. <laughs> May I check? <laughs> Uh, let's talk about uh, trying to get the that Rock check. and Roll Hall of Fame. Go ahead. You know, with all of the unrest and things that are going on, this is the most diverse and the most colorful class that they've had, I think, since the inception. You've got uh, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. You've got Tina Turner, who, interestingly enough, is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Ike and Tina Turner, but she yeah. was trying to help Ike, but her solo career has a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, positives, you know, and things that she's done. And don't forget Tina Turner's uh, documentary comes on HBO next month. You've got uh, LL Cool J, fourth time nominated. You know, yes, I'm biased, but we got to get LL up in there for Queens people. Mm-hmm. 
I'll Go. tell you how to vote in a minute. But we also have, you know, Jay-Z and Mary J. Blige. And a lot of times people that are up for nomination the first time don't get in. Don't get me wrong. I don't discount anything either of them have done. Dionne Warwick, too. Dion, I mean, and Dionne's oh, wait, not wait, in wait. Oh, oh Dionne, yeah, I said, no, she, you know, give her her flowers while she's yet alive. You know, she's not on Twitter. She's down to the Twitter, just tearing it up. You mm-hmm. saw her, she had on a Cardi B or Nicki Minaj pink wig the other week. Yeah. And there is also a biopic in the mix. I heard that this... Uh, dialogue between her and Netflix is actually growing some legs and she wants Tiana Taylor to play her. So you wow. can go to Rock Hall. Rock is in like rock and roll and hall like Regina Hall. Rockhall.com. You can vote once a day, every day now through the end of April. So anybody listening to the sound of my voice, if you don't vote for LL, you get no soul food. And, and you know, one of the things I noticed, I was looking at the rankings you sent me and you know, I guess ultimately you can vote what one time a day. Is that the case? Once a day. Yeah. You can vote yes. once a day. And and the black, a lot of the black artists are kind of clumped together. You know, you got Tina at the top. I think Tina got She's a lot on of votes. Top, yeah. And then you've got everybody else. And, and I was shocked to see Dionne Warwick is low. And and what's going to happen yeah. is as it, as it moves further away from her era, it's going to be harder, harder for her to get votes. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's, any artist, uh, you know, of a certain age, anybody who's not a baby boomer, yeah. you know, wouldn't. I mean, you look at the people that, you know, that are in there now, I, you know, and I get it. And I hope that, that you know, they, there is, again, diversity amongst, you know, the board of directors as well. Yeah. Because when you get a Shaka Khan, you know, or even, a, you know, may she rest in peace, you know, I love me some Betty Wright, people like that who have really made contributions, but they just weren't at the forefront. They were doing their work you know, behind the scenes, yeah. you know, them getting votes is not going to, you know, and, and I think the thing right now that really helps LL is the fact that he's got visibility on television, but yeah, if he weren't right. on TV, I don't know if he'd have as many votes as he have. As hey, he you, has. you know what I think, Tanya B, you mentioned we got what so many people of color on, on the, uh, on the ballot. I, I just think, you know, rock, rock ain't what it used to be. So when you look at the fact, you know, most of the really classic rockers are already in there. You think within the last 10, 20 years, rock has been hurting. It, it, you know, but you got like Foo Fighters. That's really, I mean, everybody else's. I mean, the rock genre like alone has been suffering. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you have people, you know, that I said of that, that generation, Yeah. Uh, you know, if they don't get in soon, it, it's going to be an uphill climb. Yeah, I because- think most of the real the real rockers are already in. And now really is they got to look at hip hop. You know, they, they got to look at right. what's taken over what? for rock. You right, know? but they're, they're looking at hip-hop, but then they're also kind of taking people like the Betty Wrights and yeah. Anita Bakers and people like that, and they're getting chucked to the side yet again. You but know, is it really rock and roll? With it and current, and, you know, they, 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 they're engaging hip-hop and they're forgetting about R&B. Do they really want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You know, here's my thing. You know, just like an award, they don't mean what they used to. And no, no tea, no shade to anybody or anything. Okay. You know, you might hit a lick here and there. But, you know, anymore, now that, you know, the real backroom dealings of the Grammys is being exposed, you know, is a Grammy award worth what it used to be? Yeah, you can sell records the next day, but after that, of download, but eh, you know. Yeah, I was just curious. Just asking. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that argument about... You know, do you put Karen Carpenter in the rock and roll? You know what I'm saying? Or some of the soft rockers or really soft pop? Does it really... Yeah, like the Eagles yeah. or America. The Eagles definitely or, rock. Uh, the you Eagles know, rock. Mario yeah. Speedwagon of Chicago. I yeah. think they're already in there. Yeah, yeah, some yeah of the, really. You yeah, know? yeah. 
Well, but, Drake and uh, Justin Bieber are claiming oh, be shit. rock stars right about now. <laughs> they put, but, you mean oh, Drake from State Farm? No, <laughs> <laughs> no Drake. Oh, from you know, Canada. if they go in, I'm shutting it down. <laughs> if they go in right now, I'm shutting it down. That's all I got to say. What you got next, Tony B? Uh, I want to talk about Dumb Donkey of the Week. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dumb Donkey of the Week this week. Uh, I actually have two. Uh, 50 Cent and Kodak Black, and here is why. Damn, he just got uh, out of jail. <laughs> he on the list again? Well, he did say he had diminished mental capacity, and I really believe him now. Okay. Uh, and if you were at the Super Bowl last week, you know, you heard about all these events that were going on without masks and without a social distance of even a foot, never mind six feet. And the king of that is 50 Cent. You know, of course, people go into these events and they put all this footage up on the internet. And the uh, mayor of St. Petersburg, which is adjacent to Tampa, uh, threatened to uh, find the venue and to find 50 Cent for throwing that large of an event where people weren't wearing masks or social distancing. Mm. And the venue where he had uh, this event is called uh, Sky Addict Aviation. Mm. They have been shut down. Wow. And uh, the city has uh, revoked their lease. Mm. And 50 Cent was charging it. If you were on a good day, if you got there right when the doors opened, it was $85. But if you wanted to table any kind of bottle service, it started at $7,000. And, you know, that was a COVID super spreader event along with what else was going on in the streets of uh, Tampa. And then you had Kodak Black. And just because somebody prayed over his, I don't say his dumb ass, prayed over him, (laughs) that does not absolve you from getting COVID. He had a large super spreader event as well. Wow. Um, the ratings were still down. People, I mean, they drug the, they drug. Uh, I was gonna say the internet, but his name is The Weekend. I mean, it was okay, and I, I give him five on it for employing people, you know, and giving them, you know, a, a bit of a paycheck. But um, that was thirteen minutes of my life. I know I'll never get back. And yep. I mean, it was okay, mm. but <laughs> and I'm being kind. But after he did, I can't feel my face. And that other song, I don't even know the name of it. I just know it was in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I was like, okay, um, somebody um, was t- give me that b- t- pass of tequila. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but you know what I think, and and this is what um, I hope the NFL can learn. You know, a lot of these guys who just have hit songs but no stage presence, they shouldn't be doing the halftime show unless they have, you know, bring in a collaborator who can do the give you the the visual presence you know what i mean it it was like um you know i hate to keep going back to it but bruno mars you know and when he did it with the 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 red hot chili peppers that was just fire that was just i mean or beyonce and and and, um and And coldplay and well yeah well it was beyonce didn't she he brought on bruno mars too right bruno came in yeah he came back again yes yes, and and then you know i went back and i looked at the prince performance and just yeah. and and I was you know and I'm like oh damn I mean so and yeah. then you when you look at then compare it to the to what weekend did again it's just you know maybe he can do that stuff at an award show but at something like the Super Bowl it just nah nah don't oh, but think about this. Imagine what that would have been like without those millions of dollars of special effects. I'd have been like, okay, you wake even, me up when he's done. You couldn't even really feel the effects as much. It was just, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Numbers wise, it was the least watched Super Bowl in recent history. Going back to like That's 2007. Right. 96.4 million viewers. Um, and, you know, last year they had 100.7 million 
Um, you know, the only thing it really helped um, is the fact that Queen Latifah's show, The Equalizer, did well. You know, it had uh, it was basically the highest rated entertainment show since the Oscars in 2020. So following up after, you know, that many folks, you know, the, the follow up show, the show that comes on after it always does well. So, you know, it was it was, uh, you know, and, and you know what else I heard? And, and I want y'all's feedback on this. What did you I, hear? I saw this article about, um, you know, somebody said to the NFL, once you go woke, you go broke. Because <laughs> yeah. they were saying, they were saying, they were saying that, you know, you should have just given Kaepernick a chance instead of spending all that time before the game trying to prove how equitable you are. Because it was just, exactly. you know, not. and you're not, you know, so all the, you know, all the social justice stuff they did before, I think a lot, it, 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 it was either, either to a lot of people, it felt disingenuine, disingenuous, it or, is. you know, and, and, or to, to a lot of people who just weren't down with it, they, they turned off, they turned out, they tuned out. The streaming was cool. It was the highest streaming, uh, Super Bowl, but TV, Nah. Yeah, because you can walk away from it. Walked away. No, I, in that vein, yeah, in that vein, I just want to say five on it, and I'm going to go buy some more Ben and Jerry's because they gave. I, I, I love that billboard that they put up for uh, Colin Kaepernick in Tampa. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You got anything? Did you else? guys? What did you guys think of uh, Jasmine Sullivan and and the uh, what Alicia Eric Church, the black, the black national anthem? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I was shocked. I mean, you know, I I mean, I grew up. With uh, lift every voice in elementary school, it's funny to see it. Well, not funny. Yeah, it's just ironic to see it on that on that massive of a scale going out to the world on that platform. Yeah. I agree. And to have that many females of color, you had Alicia Keys, you had her, and you had Jasmine Sullivan, who really, you know, I mean, that was a great look for her because she's been on a hiatus for about five or six years. So I was, yeah. you know, whoever. Uh, well, again, that's all Rock Nation and Jay Z. And it needs to have color because, you know, dude from Kentucky with with three teeth and a beer, he opens one tooth with the beer can and not the only people (laughs) that watch those shows. So they need, you know, that's been a lot. It's been, it's too, they're too late with that as far as I'm concerned. They were trying hard. They were trying hard. Super hard. You got anything else on your beer? You got anything else? Uh, I do. Um, Oh, really quickly, you talked about. Latif and the Equalizer, and I'm I'm locked and loaded. I've got it, you know, scheduled for my DVR, but uh, they had to stop production. I don't know how many shows they were in, but someone in the crew got COVID, so they've been on hiatus for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, these Aretha Franklin movies. Cynthia Arrivo is coming on uh, National Geographics, which they now call Nat Geo, mm-hmm. next month with uh, Genius Aretha. But to me, there is no Aretha Franklin movie if you don't have permission to use her music. So I don't know yeah. how they're going to get around that. Yeah, just wait for J- just wait for J Hud. Just wait for J. Yeah, all right, I'm waiting for yeah, the real R E S P E C T. And I want to know what did you all think about Regina King on SNL last night? I know there was a lot of buildup, there was a lot of hoopla to it. Um, to me, it fell a little flat. I would have loved to have seen and maybe they couldn't get it because everything doesn't make it to, uh, you know, the TV show. Yeah. But, just, you know, just somehow a little bit of homage to either 227 or, uh, you know, The Watchmen or, you know, the many movies that she's been in. The only thing that I really liked was, unfortunately, was that the weed gummy skit. Well, you know what? I didn't even I didn't I didn't watch it. I, I recorded it. 
And and you know it's on Peacock. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I know it's there too. But but the bottom line is, I hadn't been feeling the writing on SNL. I've been you know it's been a struggle for me. I mean the the Dave Chappelle episode was done well, Dave Chappelle, but but the writing is so inconsistent on on SNL. It's just you know I I, I didn't want to watch it because you know how you have cringe you cringe worthy moments with certain people who aren't. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it, it, I just, you know, I, if she was being put in a safe, uh, well-written environment, I'd be cool with it. But I, I just said, I'm going to record it and wait because eh, SNL, I'm not feeling SNL. And I was, I'm an SNL fan all the way back to the hell, the seventies, the original cast, but eh, now nah, I ain't feeling it. You know, I ain't feeling it. So, so like since what, the the 2000s or the nineties? No, I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, going, going all the way back to the launch at like 75 when it, you know, I was a, I, mean, I was I a mean, baby, a kid. When did you stop feeling it? That, I mean, what I you know what? I think, um, when, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Will Ferrell. When Will Ferrell was on was like the last time it was funny as hell when it was just like, cause it had moments, it, you know, if you've been watching it over the years, it's, it's had these peaks and valleys, you know? Yes. And one of the peaks, the last big peak, in my opinion, was when you had Adam Sadler, you had Will Ferrell, uh, you Maya had, Rudolph. Yeah. Don't Maya. And you had, what's her name? Um, they host the golden globes. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah when, they were when funny. they were on, that was the last funny. But but the last group, the group they have now, I I don't know if it's the writing, even even like the news the newscast, it's just the, <laughs> I just ain't with it. I just you know, I just ain't with it. Y'all y'all right, can let me know. This. All right, let me let me let's hit a, let me hit a couple change. of things real quick, and I'm gonna get oh, out your God, and I'm gonna get out your way. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah came out. Okay, uh, this Friday. Have y'all had a chance to watch it yet? I, have I haven't. Not. Okay. I heard it was quite violent, though. It had a lot of violence. Well, you know, it. it's it's not as violent as uh, Goodfellas. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, so <laughs> That's just what I heard. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's not as bad as as most. So I don't think the violence is as. And I watch a lot of that gangster stuff, uh, Yo, and I can compare it, and I can say it's not that bad. You know, toward okay. at, at the end, maybe because you know what happens, you know, hell, you can Wikipedia that, you know, what's, what's hap- what happens to Fred Hampton at the they end. They get shot. Yes. Um, so I give it like 3.5 out of five. The only thing that bothered me, I thought, I thought, um, which is, uh, uh, Daniel Kula did a good job. Uh, he did a pretty good job. Um, Stansfield did a pretty good job, but these guys were like 21 when they, t- Fred Hampton was 21 when he died. Okay. Bill O'Neill, who's Judas, was like 17. Uh, and a lot of people point this out, that the casting could have been maybe with somebody with younger to get a younger vibe. And and the other thing, I just don't think a lot of these movies, the newer movies, do enough to really develop the characters on screen to where you can feel the stuff that's happening to them. It was happening like so fast. It's very good looking film. Cinematography's great. But sometimes you just kind of you wait for a Hampton speech to bring it to life. It was, you know, it had a lot of, it has it had too many laws for me, but it's, but it's good. It's good. Uh, Dominic Fishback is good. The, she plays um, the, uh, the love interest, the, the, the partner uh, who, who basically had Fred Hampton Jr. 
uh, to Fred Hampton. So, so you know, it, it, it's 3.5 out of 5, maybe a 4 out of 5. Not bad. It's worth a watch. You should definitely watch okay. it for historical reasons uh, because I think it was, it was well done when it comes down to just portraying history, you know, and, and, and the Panther movement. So I, I, I agree with that. The other thing I watched, Malcolm and Marie. Have y'all seen that yet? No, I haven't. All right, Tanya B. Seen, I have uh, not. Yeah. I've heard about it. I'm going to say for the people, this ain't, don't watch this on Valentine's night. <laughs> That's all. This ain't, a, val- this ain't a Valentine's they, movie. A spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, Thomas. Uh, <laughs> let's just say if you're in love, then you that's love. Right, that is not the movie to watch. This is like, okay. do you remember, do you remember um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad and Angelina Jolie? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that without without the weapons. That's all I got to okay. say. It's it's kind of toxic. But the only thing I mean, I, I watched it, um, and and you know, if, I'm not gonna give the spoiler, but I I will say that there are things that you learn in the movie that will make you lean in one direction in terms of who's right when it comes down to it. I'm not gonna say who. I'm not gonna spoil it. All right, I'm not gonna spoil it. And uh, just one more real thing, if y'all are cool with this, my my romantic pick flicks. If they, can I give y'all that? Can I can I can I tell you? Yeah, it's February. Today's Valentine's. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, Tanya B said she didn't want to do it, so I'll do it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so you know what I decided to do? I said I'm gonna give it an error, like in in errors that I grew up. Okay, so when I was a little kid, the movie that would come on every year on television was Love Story. Ryan O'Neill, Ellie McGraw. Y'all remember that? Y'all too young for that. I, I do. Okay. And there was a Love Story, the sequel or something the, or other? Yeah, they did. I forgot the name, his his name. And, and yeah, the yeah, Eric Siegel wrote the book. But that's kind of, that's one of my corn. That's my corny love movie. Of, so it happened in the 70s, Love Story. Okay. Um, 80s, and this is going to be a little weird for y'all, but I say The Color Purple. It was kind of a love story. You know, it was self-love and non-traditional love. So, you know, you had Sealy. Yeah, you had a lot of kind of love. And- <laughs> but, but I mean, the, well, but, the, the, the positive love. Called, I, I think that was the basis for Keith Sweat's song, You Got Me Twisted. But OK, go ahead. Yeah, the, the, the positive <laughs> love of, of you know, mm-hmm. of Sealy of, of becoming, coming into her own. The 90s, True. I've got to say Love Jones. Is my is my favorite when it comes down to the '90s. Amazing soundtrack, uh, just yes. gr- just great chemistry. Great, yeah, I can vouch for that one. Early two thousands, I got to say, love and basketball. Um, yes, yes, and, yes. And the reason mm-hmm. you know Sanaa Latham was just hellacious, and the director of that movie uh, is 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 just Gina Gina Blythe by Blythewood. Is is just phenomenal. I love her work, but early two thousands, I'd have to say, love and basketball. Current day, I give it to Sylvie's Love. I think Sylvie's Love. You know. So, oh yeah. So those are like my my one, two, three, four, five that that I really. Did you have any any wild that that you come that come to mind that kind of stand out for you? Not really. I think you covered a couple of mine with Love Love Jones and. Um, love and basketball. Love and basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those, those. I mean, there are a lot of them. You know, you could talk about mahogany. There are a lot of them. But I, I really the one. Oh, that was. Oh man, now that was. I, yeah. I loved that as a kid. Yeah. I haven't watched it as an adult. Yeah, mahogany is yeah, mahog- on. Uh, I think wow. it's on Turner Classic Movie. Maybe on uh, 
HBO Max too. So you can check that out. All right, y'all, but you can give us a call. You know, if we missed, I know I missed a whole bunch of them, made some people mad with Love Story. Uh, you can give us a call, 413-556-95. But I did watch that movie as a kid, though, man. Every, I mean, it was so sad. I'm not going to, maybe somebody hadn't seen it, so I'm not going to spoil it. But, you know, you know what happens. Everybody knows what, yes. what happens by now. Uh, 413-556-9546. Feel free. Give us feedback. 413-556-9546. One more thing, Tanya B, and we're going to go do the um, YO's Woke Report. But shout out to Sam, okay, Sanyu San okay. Estelle. Who shout out to who? Sanyu Estelle. She's been on the show. She she's one of our podcasters. She just released an album on iTunes on all the digital platforms. And I gotta say kudos to her. But but not only that, Millennial Nick uh is is getting track credits and he's also the mixer. He mixed the uh he mixed the album. Oh. So kudos to Sanyu. Uh, and yeah. kudos to, you know, Millennial Nick, who's our producer and, and down with me. So, um, you know, kudos to him. I just wanted to give them a shout out. OK, so what you got before we do the woke report, Tonya B? OK, I got two quick, 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 quick. You talked about things and I meant to talk about we weren't here last week. The best man, uh, you know, there was a movie, Best Man and Best Man Holiday mm-hmm. yep. and uh, Peacock. The free NBC service is bringing back a 10 episode series of The Best Man. All ah. of the original uh, main cast members except Monica Calhoun because she passed away in the last movie. Wow. But uh, they're all going to, you know, come, even Terrence Howard need that check. Are you uh, serious? So I'm looking forward to hmm? That's huge. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward. I'm really looking forward to that. And it's going to be on Peacock. So it's free, y'all. So, yeah. Yeah, because that was that you was know, one of my, I, that was actually, I was conflicted between that and Love Jones. Or yeah, that was somewhat of a basketball. love story, just different types and different stages of, of relationships. So yeah. uh, best man to be interesting. And for those of you that are in New York tomorrow, the 15th, there will be a public viewing for the uh, iconic actress Cicely Tyson at Harlem's historic Abyssinia Baptist Church. It's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Be prepared to stand in line. It's going to be raining, snowy tomorrow. You must social distance. Cameras are not allowed, so do not go into the church trying to make your phone look like earrings or have it <laughs> in your cleavage and try to bend over the casket saying, mm. God bless Cecily Tyson, because Jesus will not be pleased and you will be escorted out of the building. I just the church. Put it away. Put it so, away. Turn it off. There's going to be a long line for that. People will stand in line, I believe, rain, sleet, snow, or hell for Cecily. Tyson. So, I agree. Uh, Wear your mask. Mask up, y'all. Make sure you. No, you can't it. go in the church without one. You cannot go in the church without one, and everybody's going to be six feet apart. So just imagine how long that line is going to be. So but true. Again, so she's true. worth it. She's a national, no, international treasure. Yeah, and I'm done. Okay, cool, okay. cool. Hey, um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and do it, y'all. Jay, you got to be down. What you, what you ain't down? Yeah, Brooke, now I'm down. But I'm down for something positive in the community. Are you down for that? It's the Stay Woke Report Stay woke. with Y.O. Y.O., what you got? What you got this week? Okay, y'all. It's Black History Month in February. How do you celebrate and everything you need to know? Have you guys ever thought about who started Black History Month? Well, just in case you didn't know, because I didn't know either, Carter G. Woodson, known as the father of Black History, developed Black History Month. And he started it off as Black History Week Mm -hmm. or Negro History Week. And that was in 1926. So it wasn't until 1976, um, during the height of the civil rights movement, that President Ford expanded the week into the Black History Month, like 50 years after the fact. Now, Carter G. Woodson started it 
as um, like a week in February to display what the students had learned all year round. And the reason he started it was because, you know, it's not really much of our history in the school books um, and the schools aren't Absolutely doing a really good job and have not been doing a good job for a long time. Nope. Um, he made a quote saying, those who have no record of what their forebears have accomplished lose the inspiration which comes from the teaching of biography and history. Amen. So there are some people who really think that um, the the what we get from Black History Month is watered down and very sensitive to the white race um, and especially for the white audience. So yeah. it's whitewashed. What do you guys think? Yeah, what do you guys think? How do you celebrate Black History Month? I mean, I grew up where it was just instilled um, with us in the family, but it was it definitely wasn't in schools. Um, you know, my dad was telling me things like, and I had no idea of what he was doing, but he was like, you know, that Rudy and that Vanessa, they sure are pretty. And then when I grew up, I understood that, you know, not and not just that, but actually learning history and reading and being, you know, um, books being placed in in the home yeah. so that we could just, you know, expound on our history um, because you do feel better and more confident once you, you know, know that your people have have accomplished a lot in society, you know, from a local level to a global level. Um, and that's that. But you know what, so, real, real quick on that, Wyo, I'll, I'll tell you, I grew up in Atlanta, in the Atlanta public school system. And, and I've got to, uh, the first black superintendent was uh, Dr. Alonzo Krim. And I will say that I was fortunate to have Dr. Krim as the superintendent at that time, because Black History Week was a huge deal. I mean, my school was 100% black, pretty much. But, was this high school? Oh, this was elementary school. This is elementary oh, school. Oh, great, great, and, okay. And it was it was widely celebrated in the Atlanta public school system, and I would say probably in most of the urban areas like Detroit, um, you know, areas of you know black areas in Chicago. So you know, in the seventies. Uh, even before that, I think Black History Month had a stronger presence in the schools than the integrated schools, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. I, I always knew growing up, because I always went to black elementary schools, what Black History and Black History Month meant. Um, so it, it's, it is unfortunate because a lot of a lot of if you didn't grow up in like a core um, black urban market, then it was really tough because, you, like you said, you got whitewashed history. I mean, I remember, Wyo, that, you know, we would sing, like, lift every voice and sing mm -hmm. at, at every assembly. That was, I mean, we sang that, like, you had to know the first you knew that second, second verse. You knew that second verse, oh, yeah. too, right? You had to know it. <laughs> so, you know, it was like it was like HBCU for me in elementary school, you know. So thanks for thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for bringing yeah, that up. And I hope a lot of parents did a, it did did a, a lot of damage. Yeah, I hope yeah. our parents, you know, hope the parents are, you know, kind of reinforcing stuff. What you got next? What you got next? Okay. Um, this is really big. Baton Rouge City Council uh, passes $4.5 million settlement for Alton Sterling's family five years after his death. Mm. So um, their Metro Council in Louisiana, the um, East Baton Rouge Council, um, they voted on it like a little less than a week ago 
and um, he was shot and killed by police in 2016. The council voted seven to four in favor of offering the settlement to his family after uh, they filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the city and the Baton Rouge Police Department. Um, It's really crazy, you guys. Um, This is five years after, after, and then, you know, um, before this, they asked for a $5 million mm. settlement yeah. and it didn't pass at that time. Um, the council actually, they fell short of one vote and you need, they needed seven to support the approval. So if you don't know, uh, Ster- Sterling was like 37 years old. He was shot and killed July 5th, 2016. Um, two white police officers, they had a 911 call about a guy standing out in front of stores selling CDs or movies or discs or something to that nature. And I mean, I really don't know more of the details, but I mean, he, the officer, what is his name? Um, he just shot him. Wow. He just shot, shot him. Officer Blaine Salamone. He well, shot Sterling in the, at the scene and he was fired from the police department like two years after the, after the incident. So how much, how much, what was the final, what was the final settlement again? Four four point five million dollars. Well, you know what? At least they got justice because a lot of families still haven't never got justice, didn't get justice. So Mm -hmm. just, you know, at least, you know, they got some justice in this. That's true. And the mayor did say they're glad that he, no, I think it's a she that she's glad that some type of justice um, was shown and, it, and it's like, a you know, a leeway to make more improvements. Um, yeah. And, you know, Sterling's death was before the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. So, yeah, um, yeah he 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 was like the spark before all the protests that came. They They were protesting for him and, you know, against him being killed by the police. Yeah. So. Well, good yeah, stuff. that's that. Well, good stuff um, for them. Good stuff for the family. You got so, anything else? I got. I got one more thing have? I want to drop in, uh, and and I think I sent this to you too, um, just in case. I'm going to have a GoFundMe link on the podcast page. I got this from one of our listeners, KW. Uh, thanks for sending it to me. Um, for 24 year old Shayna Bell, uh, she's the young lady who left the 10 and 6 year old in the um, Motel Six in Ohio. And okay. uh, they took her away, uh, booked her on two counts of child endangerment. But, you know, with COVID and everything that's going on, a lot of uh, especially a lot of black women, women are really put at a disadvantage when it comes down to child care. Um, but um, they've raised about seven two hundred for that GoFundMe right now. And, and of course, you, you know, it's never a good idea to leave your kids, especially one's 10 years old and one's six. But. You know, we don't know all the circumstances, uh, but I will put the link. Uh, they, I think they've done about seventy two hundred, but just in case for anybody who feels so, like she's out on bond now, right? I think she or is. She's still locked up. Um, they turn the they turn the kids over to the father. Um, you know, so um, you know, and and he looks a hot mess. I mean, the only picture they had of the dad was a mugshot. And the, oh God! So, look wow. So that ain't and you guys. I'm gonna tell yeah, you. I yeah. don't know if you look around and notice. A lot of people are making homes out of these. I mean, just motels and hotels, even extended stay. Um, wow. they're just they're living there, like paying weekly, probably like three or four times the amount they would pay for rent. But because yeah. they're just getting the money you know, week by week. And, and that's how they're living. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. It's not real living. That's also the, the sad part about it. It really isn't real living. And when you get, I mean, there's one, there are several 
uh, you know, in the outlying areas of Metro Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I get it. It's a roof over your head, but it's not quality of life living. And on top of that, you said she's got these two young kids. So more often than not, you've got to also deal with them being educated remotely. Yeah, so true. That's right. So true. And it was a two-year-old and a... No, it was actually a 10-year-old. I think a 10-year-old and a six-year-old. And the 10-year-old. Yeah, and you can't leave your kids for five minutes. Like there was a time yeah. if your mother had to run to the store or whatever, yeah. Yeah. you also had the village of the neighborhood who yeah. could look out for you. And that's missing right now. So, you know, she really, her, her village failed her. I'll say that the village has failed her. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but the dad, when they showed, they said, we're going to show you a picture of what the dad looks like. It's like a mug shot. I'm like, oh, damn. Well, hopefully the dad has a mama who can take those kids because now they really might so. be endangered children. That's now. what I was thinking. That's probably why she didn't leave them with him. Absolutely. Right. While she was in the situation she was in, who knows? She could have been leaving an abusive relationship. Yeah. You know, he could have gotten arrested and they lost it. It's, uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna call Usher board number two. Yeah. We have to call Usher board number two. Absolutely. Amen. Hey, well, uh, Wyo, thank you for the uh, thank you for the the Stay Woke report this week. Really appreciate you digging in and and, and giving giving that good stuff. I have something this just in. Yeah, um, yeah. I know I did the celebrity prayer list, but also in, in all seriousness, uh, prayers up to Nicki Minaj and her family. Her dad was killed uh, earlier today in a hit and run accident wow. in New York. So. Wow. Like I say, we say nothing is promised. You know, you never know. Absolutely. It's a hit and run. Absolutely. So true. So true. You know, Vi is not here this week. Of course, I mentioned Vi. Um, Vi got his Moderna, He's, he, the Moderna shot. So he got his second one. <laughs> he called it Madonna. Is it Madonna? Is that the name? <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she has that effect on men of color now. You know, know. she's down with the swirl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to send Usher board number two. Look, I'm sending Usher board number two over to Vi's house to check on him, too. So tell him when check Deacon and Saunders ring the doorbell, he's been open up. Wait, what did we him. say? Well, for the sick and shut in. For the sick and shut in. There you go. Yes. <laughs> sick and shut in. <laughs> you know it. You know it. So here we go. Let's do it. Let's do this and we'll come back and close this thing out. Here we go. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. It is good to love yourself. Yes. When your soul is at stake, God does not condone the self-centered person who loves and protects his or her selfish interests and would do anything to serve them. Instead, he encourages those who really care about themselves to seek wisdom. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 8. To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. Good stuff, Vi. And see, Vi, Vi gets it in even when he's not feeling well. So thank you, man. I appreciate you doing that. And also, I got to say, one of our good buddies who listens to the show every week, uh, Gary in Mobile, he's, uh, he's in the hospital. He's battling COVID. So um, sent me a text today and just said, hey, man, uh, y'all throw some prayers up for me. Um, you know, so hang in there, Gary, man. It's, it's going to be good, man. He, I mean, he was he said he was so out of it. He woke up today. He didn't even know it was Sunday. He lost his days, lost track of days. Wow. So. So y'all uh, y'all be safe out there. Y'all definitely be safe. OK, um, you know, next week. Uh, we've got a guest coming in, and I had a chance to meet with Karen Renee. She's uh, East Point City Councilwoman, and she's also the VP of the uh, NAACP. She gave me a quick story because I, I lived in East Point, grew up in, didn't went to high school there in East Point. So she kind of showed me what the city looks like uh, now. She'll be stopping by. She's going to talk about voting uh, from an NAACP standpoint, 
and uh, you know, just kind of give give us an update on you know because right now there are a lot of changes. They're trying to make a lot of changes to the voting rules. So uh, she's going to stop in and, and just kind of give us an update on what's going on. And, uh, you know, they gave, hey, Tanya B, you know, they gave Big Boy the key to the city in East Point, right? They gave him. Um, I saw that. Yeah. I got a T-shirt. <laughs> well, he's, you know, honestly, he's poured a lot of money into his, on East yeah, yeah, Point on the low, low, not just Atlanta, but he's poured a lot of money into East Point. So. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely deserved it. Absolutely. He's Five a uh, Tri-Cities grad. He, he graduated from Tri-Cities. So um, let me give it up. <laughs> give him that. Absolutely. But Karen, Renee, thank you. I just got to say thanks to Karen for, for giving me the tour. And uh, and I greatly appreciate it. And also, don't forget, uh, check out that piece. Uh, I'll have it on the uh, podcast page on Harold Michael Harvey. Um, and uh, he talks about the verdict the Donald Trump verdict. I definitely want you guys to check it out. Uh, Tanya, but you got any last, any last thoughts, any last words, any, anything to leave us with any, uh, thing we missed? Did we miss anything? I've done enough for, for, for today. Um, just remind people COVID is real. You still got to mask up and just, you know, people think, Oh, I'm going to get the vaccine or I got COVID and I beat it that that's not the case. It does have long lasting effects on your lungs, your heart and your kidneys. So true. So true. Uh, why you got any last minute thing? Did I miss anything on the stay woke report? We need to wrap. Y'all know they're after war, not right. Oh, what? For yeah. What? The election board investigates Warnock in the new Georgia project. First of all, he's not even, he's been listed as the respondent in the case and he's not even the CEO of the new project, the new Georgia project. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. Um, They're saying that the organization was slow to deliver over 1200 voter registration applications to election officials in 2019. Mm. So it's really something to get after him. You know, Stacey Abrams actually started. Right. right. The, they tried to get, go after her and her sister. Wow. So, and, the, and the present CEO, what's her name? Uh, I guess it's a she, uh, Nisi Ufo, okay. said the state election board meeting was the first time she has heard about the allegations and they haven't received anything on this matter. So they didn't really, besides that, they didn't really respond or comment um, to, to media. But hmm. man... They're letting Trump off the off the hook and then messing with our brothers. Well, you know, two sets of justice. I mean, but is it coming from the state or is it coming from the federal? The feds? The state. State, yeah, it figures. It figures. Yeah, it figures coming from the state. But we'll we'll see. I mean, hopefully, um, you know, let's just hope they they dotted I's and cross T's. Let's just hope. Let's just hope. That's right. That's right. All right. All right, y'all. Every uh, every story I mentioned, I'll make sure I have um, all of that on the uh, podcast page. Again, Vi feel better man uh thank you so much for 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 getting that inspiration to us even even under the weather do your thing and y'all with that episode 69 is in the can and we are out of here peace peace you've been listening to the g podcast with your host tommy b the g podcast is a production of the castropolis podcast network thanks for listening